0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Buttermilk Boulevard. I am your host, James, and today it's a little bit of a lackluster episode. Uh, you could barely call it an episode, but we're going to talk about a few things here today and uh, just in general, kind of just channel update. Uh, I know we did the this one, like, actually it's been a couple of months now since I did a channel update. Um, and I've been, uh, you know, your favorite podcast has been a little bit MIA for the last, uh, I don't know, six months to a year. A little bit inconsistent on my schedule. Uh, Some days I just wake up on my recording day and I'm just like, absolutely not. I am not doing this today. I'm going to go watch a movie and sleep. Um, (laughs) You know, it's like very scattered as far as my uh, motivation to record um, in general. Uh, I'm not quitting or anything like that, so you don't need to worry. Uh, And I do plan on getting a little bit more back into it. Uh, with October being kind of more of the back into it, um I also had an idea for <clears throat> for the podcast as far as October was concerned, so I knew I was going to be on a temporary hiatus anyway um, to do that sort of missing podcast or story. I wanted to kind of build my own. My uh, my own personal absence into kind of uh, that story, that Halloween story. I know I'm going like right into it, just like fucking right into this bitch. This is going to be a short ass podcast episode for (laughs) y'all. So so as I was saying, yes, uh, your friendly podcaster has been a little bit missing in action lately, Um, but. In general, I hope everybody's doing well. I will intend to do a little bit more in 2024. I guess you could consider most of 2023 me, quote unquote, taking a break from the podcast. You know, I went full force into kind of doing a weekly thing when I first started this and weekly was just not feasible with, you know, my career and trying to listen to all of that music uh, at kind of an excessive pace. And I think some of my content, some of my early content that you kind of listen to mostly discographies when I first got started. um, And this has been this podcast has been going I don't know, two to three years now. Um, So most of the content that you see kind of early, early in my my start was all discographies. And a lot of it, I think maybe struggled from my try hard kind of mentality where I was just kind of like forcing myself to do these discographies and multiple kind of album reviews. Uh, and it's exhausting, like week by week, I had to pump out, you know, I had to do like Elton John, I had to do like, you know, 10 to 30 albums in a week. And, uh, and it's not; it wasn't feasible. So I kind of extended my schedule more to a two week, kind of every two weeks instead. In um, which, uh, and then I guess just this year, I've just been completely lazy about it. <laughs> you know, just, and I, I don't really have really a good excuse. It's not like anything occurred, or uh, it's not like I couldn't record. I just, I just flat out didn't. Um, and some people who've created content might kind of understand what that's like, but. Um, but anyway, it's enough about my complaints. I do, I enjoy these podcasts, and I do. I, I'm trying. Try- uh, I'm trying to change it up a little bit, <laughs> um, trying to do new kind of more interesting kind of episodes, uh, as you've kind of seen. I'm trying to do you know more, more compelling stuff, and and there's a chance that this podcast might veer a little bit more away from just being music. I've kind of considered doing movie reviews as well. Um I'm not really the biggest knowledge base as far as movies, but you know, everybody has opinions to share. And I have a a, a content or a forum in which I can share my opinions. So I've thought about doing like movie reviews and stuff like that. But um And I might, I might verge into that, but I, you know, music is still going to be the majority of what I cover on this podcast. Um, I kind of want to get back into my discographies, kind of get back grounded level. Uh, And you can kind of look forward to all of that in 2024. I I wouldn't really expect a whole lot of episodes between now and the end of uh, 2023, just with Christmas and all of that. uh, Purchasing things, working hard, you know, work work, for, for what I do in my, my job, this is the busiest time of year. Um, I'm, I'm in a corporate environment, so it's not like retail or anything. But for what I do, I, I'm this part of the job is extremely busy because of uh, just multiple factors. So um, I'll be working overtime and stuff like that, working on weekends probably and trying to get you know not only just as much money as i can <laughs> pump as much money as i can out of this job in order to to kind of pay for some of this christmas stuff but also just um just to make sure i can keep up to date with due dates and stuff like that but um anyway i uh but that's enough about that bullshit that's kind of what you got looking forward to in 2024 um how did y'all like the october thing was it any good did y'all appreciate the story or the little kind of brief thing that i did i did Part of me wanted to make it a little longer, but I thought that I uh, I kind of conceded on making it like only about three to four episodes max um, because I thought that if I made it a little bit more condensed, it would be more more conducive to um, being enjoyed, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, I still did kind of my I still add I, I really debated adding on that like. Uh, The music kind of spooky atmosphere thing that I do at the end of the episodes because I was like, man, I kind of I kind of want to make this feel real. I want to do like a paranormal activity kind of bullshit and like land on this being as real as possible and just fucking end the episode dry. But uh, I I ended up doing it because I just enjoy (laughs) I really enjoy making those those like atmospheric spooky music. It's a lot of fun uh, to do that. And it, it kind of, you know, exercises my creative side a little bit. I, I do all of that outside of some of the sound clips you hear and stuff. That's all me. I'm doing all of that on my MIDI stuff. Um, some of it sounds better than others. Uh, I'm really just, it's, you know, spooky music shooting out of my asshole. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, uh, don't really have too much else to say about the channel. I just kind of wanted to start off with that, but, um, Anyway, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a good Halloween, uh, and hopefully everybody has a good Christmas. But uh, a couple of things I do want to mention. I did see a band, and I wanted to talk about the Spotify rap. But I thought it seemed kind of topical to talk about it since it kind of just came out. Um, but the main thing I wanted to talk about with Spotify rap is less about the rap itself and more about this AI DJ thing that they have. I don't know if anybody has seen this thing on Spotify. It is out of this world. <laughs> it was very weird. Cause it like immediately when I started it, it was like, Hey James, uh, I'm your DJ with Spotify rap. And I'm, I, I did not know it was an AI. <laughs> I was like, damn Spotify going out of, out of this world, trying to make somebody record different people's names. And then it introduces itself as I'm your DJ, AI DJ or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, never mind. Um, but it's a lot of fun. That's uh, I, I liked it a lot, uh, the DJ thing. And I actually have used it frequently because it's given me... It actually gives me better recommendations than the actual playlists that give me recommendations. There's like the the For You page or whatever on Spotify. I think the DJ, this AI thing, does a better job with recommendations than that does. Um, But yeah, so my Spotify rap was... Hit and miss, Um, I was a little confused by some of it because there were some artists on there that I was like, I don't really think I listened to you enough to have you on the top five. Uh, I'll just kind of let me scroll to it to kind of give you mine. Um, Unfortunately, there can't just be like an easy way of doing this. I have to actually sit here and watch it. So I'm just going to entertain you as much as I can. Um, I played 5,145 songs this year, um, and the top, the top song of the year, I played it 75 times this year was Sleep Tokens, The Summoning, which nobody should be surprised by that if you listen to my album review. Um, and that will be on my top 10, which I am working on. I'm trying to figure out what I want to put on that thing because, I can think of about four (laughs) for sure. And then the rest of them, I'm like, I don't know, man, there's a, there's a lot of really good stuff and there's a lot of really good, really bad stuff this year. There was like, no, it's kind of like football this year. If anybody's been keeping up with that for some reason, like I feel like every game I've watched this year for football has been just a, wiping out the other team like whoever it might be it's just like one team does outstanding and just completely shuts out the other team and i like that's been the whole year it feels like uh okay top songs uh the summoning uh, labyrinthian by humanity's last breath chokehold by sleep token uh of fury by shadow of intent that's kind of an older song uh aqua regia sleep token a lot of sleep token because i just basically put the album on while i'm at work um And let's see, I listened to 1,800 artists this year. Um, The top artists of my year was actually uh, Humanity's Last Breath. I was top 5% of their fan base, (laughs) Um, which is a little interesting because I I did want to kind of talk about this. Um, I do. I love Humanity's Last Breath. Um, They are definitely one of my favorite artists, like just in general. I listen to the shit out of them. Um, however, there was I I, I think I maybe like listen to them more on a unconscious capacity. Like they're kind of just like I have them on in the background usually. Like if I turn on my speaker, I just go to their artist page and just hit shuffle and play it. So like if I'm, you know, doing cleaning up the house or or doing like in the shower or something like just just monotonous kind of chores or things or even just at work i just like to have it on in the background it's just kind of like turn off my brain kind of music uh, and also they're just heavy as fuck so <laughs> i mean what else do you need other than that um but humanity's last breath i fell in love with that band like i don't know a few years ago with uh uh, I think it was their Spectre album or something. Uh, I can't remember the exact name. See, I'm not, again, just because I'm in the top 5%, don't, I'm not going to pretend like I'm their super fan or anything, but I do listen the fuck out of Humanity. <laughs> um, so it made sense why they were number one. Uh, and also me being in the top 0.5% of listeners was fun. Uh, and also Philip from the band, uh, The Singer, like they, they did like a recording of him and he was like, hey, thank you so much for being one of our top listeners or whatever. They're touring in 2024. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So I'm hoping they come to, to Dallas area. Uh, number two was Sleep Token. Again, I've just listened to the shit out of the spam this year. Uh, Motionless and White was three. Motionless and White being three, that is completely related to this podcast. That is 100 percent related to me doing that discography of them. <laughs> uh, number four was Aurora. Now, this may be a little off-putting for some, but I I have had Ever since I discovered Heilung, which I've talked about several times on this, I have had this like kind of weird interest into folk music Um, and not folk as in like dude with guitar who's, you know, singing about the ocean waves. Uh, I mean, like like legit folk music like uh, Heilung is is kind of leaning into trying to be as authentic as possible as far as like Norse Germanic music. Uh, And there's like Vorduna and uh, other other artists kind of in that wheelhouse, Uh, mostly like Nordic kind of Norse Viking kind of music. Uh, I'm just really into that. And it's very calming to me, like it speaks to me in a way that some (laughs) some music doesn't. Aurora, I kind of found as a as kind of on the back end of some of that stuff. So she has a She does a song with Vorduna and uh, uh, or at least the singer for Vorduna. And then uh, she's also like in Frozen and stuff. And uh, she was on my top albums, I think, last year, if I remember correctly. Um, And I just I her music's very calming. It's just very nice. She's a beautiful singer. Uh, I like her a lot. And then number five is is the one I kind of wanted to bring up. uh, Bad Bunny. I have listened to maybe one album by Bad Bunny my entire life. (laughs) I was extremely confused why Bad Bunny was on this list. I'm like, really? Not my not any of the artists on the playlists I visit every single day, like knock loose or things like that. Bad Bunny. <laughs> I was so confused. Um when I first saw this. And I think it's because so a buddy of mine is 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 likes Bad Bunny quite a bit. Um and he's the one that was like, you should do Bad Bunny for your podcast. So I listened to like I think maybe one or two of his albums. I listened to the new one just because of 2023 playlists but uh or uh, albums so I can kind of gauge what I want to put in my top 10 but Uh, Bad Bunny being on my top five, I was like, there's no way, no way in hell I listen to enough music for you to be in my top five (laughs) list. Not that he's bad or anything. I just of all the metal I listen to on a daily basis, I was kind of shocked my top five. But, you know, maybe uh, I don't know how they really figure this stuff out. Some of them may be a little obvious, just pure percentage or numbers. Um, So maybe it's maybe I accidentally listen to him a lot I don't even know um and then yeah so the let me get to this kind of page yeah so you kind of have heard all of it The uh, I listened to 37,000 minutes of music this year my number one genre was melodic uh metalcore I guess but I would debate that that's probably more on the deathcore side but not that it matters um anyway so that's kind of Spotify rap the other thing I wanted to talk about was the uh the Periphery um, concert I went to. So uh, Periphery is doing, like, a short-term concert where they're doing, like, two days in certain areas. So they did Dallas and Fort Worth. So technically, they did two dates, just not the same venue. And I think they're kind of doing that in several places, maybe San Diego and, like, Los Angeles. Just, like, two dates in a state, basically. (laughs) Um, And they're not a lot. I think it's, like, seven, eight, maybe maybe a little more, maybe a little less, uh, dates and they're touring with this guy, Mike Dawes is kind of an instrumental guitarist. Um, so me and my buddy went and saw, saw periphery, uh, periphery is maybe one of my top five bands just of all time. In general, I, I really, really enjoy periphery a lot. Um, and uh, I just, I, I like progressive metal. So that's another thing. It's like having melodic metalcore as my top genre. I think that maybe just because of this podcast and some of the artists that I end up uh, releasing albums. Uh, that makes up a lot. I feel like metalcore in general makes up a large percentage of just metal bands. Um, but progressive metal is really where I'm listening to most of my music. Another thing is Spotify doesn't consider like. It's just Spotify, so it's not really considering anything that you may have listened to on Apple Music or anything like that Um, eh, or Pandora, if you still listen to that. I I couldn't do it with the ads, Um, (laughs) but the the long short of that is I I did go to Periphery and uh, they just put on a a hell of a show, man. They're so fucking good. Mike Dodds was very entertaining. Uh, He did a lot of covers, but he really just. He just kind of silently played guitar, told a few jokes to kind of entertain the audience. And it was fun for the most part. Um, very short kind of uh, opener. But by and large, this concert was basically two hours of periphery. They would they were very cash too. like this is the most casual concert I think I've ever been to outside of like an actual coffee shop. Um, but they were extremely casual about like just here's, you know, uh, you know, oh, this next song is so-and-so, and then they would explain how they wrote it or what it means to whatever person or why it's their favorite song or whatever. And it kind of felt like a like a guitar talk sort of thing, where they were just kind of talking industry and talking about their their career growth and all that stuff. So they were they played all their hits and stuff. It wasn't like an all-acoustic session or anything crazy like that. So they played a lot of their still their hits and they didn't do an encore and they told us right away, which is hilarious. They were like, I don't know why people do- who invented encores. It's the most irritating thing in the world. Just in the song in the play your biggest hit at last and then get off the fucking stage. <laughs> and I was like, you're absolutely right. If you think about it, it's like, why, why is that a thing? <laughs> um but I still like encores. I like encores mainly because that's my chance to get the fuck out of the venue. <laughs> like, while everybody's still there, I'm like, encore time. Let's go. <laughs> like, let's let's get out of this parking lot before every everyone else. Um, it was also in the stockyards, which uh, I have never seen a concert in the stockyards. I can't even remember the last time I went to the stockyards. Um, that place is a shithole as far as traffic is concerned. And uh, I was very confused why a progressive metal band was performing in a largely country area of Fort Worth. <laughs> uh, but it was a, I mean, it was a cool venue. I have no complaints. It was very intimate, very small. Uh, it was just a really, really good time. Um, they played perfectly. Um, you could tell that they probably practiced for days, if not weeks. Um, just hour and hour probably just chopping out some of these songs and there were some songs that they admitted that they hadn't played since they recorded it so um but I don't think they struggled whatsoever they all seemed fresh like you 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 would have guessed that this was the first show of the concert uh, I think it was like the fourth or something but they were it was very very just relaxing but also really good concert uh, and I'm glad I went Uh, Just as a whole, they were a band that I would say is uh, was on my bucket list to see. They you know, they used to come to Dallas all the time. And then when they came out with four uh, and then I think the pandemic has kind of changed the structure of how concerts are Uh, just in general, like not as far as like wearing masks or anything like that. That's kind of a thing of the past at this point. But the more so the uh, the kind of availability of of bands coming to certain areas if that makes any sense like i don't i don't feel like also like i think post-pandemic there's a lot of bands that are like touring and coming at random days like tuesdays and wednesdays i don't like i work in the morning minute that's like do how badly do i want to be tired tomorrow (laughs) i mean i'll be tired anyway but um it's uh there's a lot of that, but also I, I've noticed like a lot of people are just not even coming to Dallas, and I I'm wondering if it's more Dallas environment and less like pandemic. I'm just blaming that because I think that's when I started noticing a lot of this change. But um, as a whole, I in other words, I haven't really seen periphery because when they do when they have done tours since like 2020, I they I don't come to Dallas or they go to like Austin or Houston or something, and I'm like I, I don't really want to buy a plane flight and nor do I want to drive five to six hours. Um, and, uh, so I'm glad I got to see them. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much else to talk about. Uh, I'll post some of the pictures from the concert and probably some of my Spotify wrapped as well on Instagram. So, you know, Buttermilk Boulevard, Instagram, Facebook, I still call it Twitter. Um, so it's, uh, you can look me up there if you enjoyed, um, you know, pretty relaxing kind of podcast here. If if you have anything to share, or if there's something you want to talk about, it, it could be completely nonchalant. Those social medias are there for that. You know, um, let's let's build a nice community of fun people to be around <laughs> uh, anyway, guys. Uh, I don't have jack shit else to say, so um, hopefully I see y'all sooner rather than later. But again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really anticipate me showing back up before the end of the year. I think I'll just take the end of this year to just no bones and relax and just uh, have a nice time with my family during the holidays and all of that stuff. So um, if not, if I don't see you, if I don't put anything out for the rest of the year, just know. Uh, love you guys. Happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. If you're celebrating nothing, just hope you have a good December. You all take care of yourselves out there. Uh, and I will see y'all on the next episode of Buttermilk Boulevard. Peace out and rock on.